Yo, what up? This is B.I. And I'm in the paperwork party. That hold up note is basically saying, you know, give me your money or I'll blow your head off. Give me all the money in your safe or I'll blow your head off. No gun. No gun. On the hold up note that was left at the first robbery, half of my thumbprint was on the note. So you wrote the note. And, yeah, I wrote the and note. And you gave it to the, the person. Yeah, basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You was by yourself? By myself, yeah. They eventually ended up locking me up. Then now this sounds, hey, this is my first time in trouble. I ain't never been in trouble mm. before. You know, before you get indicted, they just lock you up for whatever. So, you know, at the time, they had locked me up for four armed robberies. So, hold on. Why you take it to trial? I didn't know no better. Uh-huh. So. So, did they offer you a plea? They offered me two years. The Cab <laughs> County offered me two years for the, for the shit, which is crazy. My mom was like, you know, yeah. like I said, we, we don't know what the fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. But she's like, yo, don't take that. Don't take that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, crank the jury up. The lady, you know, she was like, are you guys sure? Like, it's two, it's two years. I'm like, man, I'm not going to prison. We cranked the jury up. And you lost. And I lost. They gave, how much time did they give you? The judge told me to stand up, stand up. He was like, this is a serious case. And I'm going to sentence you to 20 serve 16 years. I, I was so stuck. I couldn't even cry. Like, I wanted to cry. Yeah. But I was just so shocked at the fact, here I am, 19, 20 years old. Judges gave me a duck. Six- B.I., man, legendary. Legendary. Convict. Convict music. Facts. So, bro, man, a lot of people don't know your story, bro. And, uh, I mean, when, when, we, when we hear your name, bro, parties, women, money, and... But you got a you got a little backstory to it though. Like before all that though, like you 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 went through some shit. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> yeah, my backstory is crazy. So I mean, they go all the way back to the beginning on how all this shit happened. Um, I I initially when I was like 18, 19 years old, I had got a job working at Social Death. Social Death was popping at the time. Um, so I was basically running in the promotions department. Shout out to my boys Mel, Mo Fat. They uh, basically gave me my first opportunity in the music industry. So, so, you, so you've been outside? So I've been outside mm-hmm. at a young age, around like when they used to have the Bad Boy Weekends in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I was there, mm-hmm. Jay-Z and Ja Rule, and as a young nigga, mm-hmm. I was on, on the road with Jagged Edge, and you know, I'm still cool with all the niggas to this day, everybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, during the time, you know, niggas was still outside, so I ended up getting jammed up for a robbery. Uh, basically... It was a business, couple of, it was a few businesses, like six businesses. <laughs> oh, you, you was on a robbery spree? Yeah, basically, that's what it was. It was a robbing spree. It was, it was, it was a sweet lick, honestly. So before yeah. this, though, like, was you, was you just a, a criminal hitting no, no, licks? No, no, or so just... this, this is my first, that, this was my first time. This, honestly, this is my first and last time in trouble. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? So it was just one of them things where it was like, damn, it's like this? Mm-hmm. Fuck it, right? Yeah. What so tell me about the robbery. What happened? So basically, um, the robbery consisted of, you know, somebody going in the, into the store with a hold-up note. And a who? Hold up, huh? A what? A hold-up note. A hold-up note is basically... A hold-up note, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a hold-up note is basically saying, you know, give me your money or I'll blow your head off. Give me all the money in your safe or I'll blow your head off. No gun. No gun. So, you know, once the person gets that note and looks at it, mm-hmm. they immediately go mm-hmm. get the money. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because they don't know what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. So the first robbery, my, you know, 
long story short, the detectives ended up coming to my crib um, and they said they had a warrant out for my arrest. I wasn't there. Uh, and basically on the hold up note that was left at the first robbery, half of my thumbprint was on the note. That was how they, you know. So you wrote the note and yeah, I wrote the and note. you gave it to the, the person. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. You was by yourself? By myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, that's the only way. I mean, if you're going to do it, you got to do it by yourself. Facts. No code defender. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, from there, it was just like a bunch of more robberies. Mm -hmm. And they eventually ended up locking me up. Then now this sounds hey, this is my first time in trouble. I ain't never been in trouble mm -hmm. before. And uh so they locked me up. I'm in Fulton County Jail. So it was like charges in Fulton County and DeKalb County Jail. I mean Fulton County and DeKalb County. That's in Atlanta if you don't know. Mm -hmm. And um Fulton County locked me up. At the time, you know, before you get indicted, they just lock you up for whatever. So, you know, at the time they had locked me up for four armed robberies. Mm -hmm. So I'm in a Fulton County jail with four armed robbery cases. Um, they eventually end up giving me a bond, a $10,000 bond on each, on each charge. I make bond. A week later, the Cab County comes and pick me up. For another robbery. For another robbery. I set in there for a few more months, then I make bond mm -hmm. for that. So now I'm just, you know, in between the time I'm... And now the whole time, I'm still social yeah. death. I'm yeah. still... You know, like when I'm outside, I'm still outside with social death. Mm. So um, it took like a a year before I actually end up going to trial for the case, and then and the Cap County took it to trial first. So hold on, why you take it to trial? When uh, like I said, it's my first time in trouble. You ain't know. I didn't know no better. Uh huh. So so did they offer you a plea? They offered me two years. The Cap <laughs> County offered me two years for the for the shit, which is crazy. My mom was like, you know. Yeah. Like I said, we, we don't know what the fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. But she's like, yo, don't take that. Don't take that. Mm -hmm. like, okay, crank the jury up. Mm -hmm. We're not taking it. So the lady, I had to pay lawyer and everything. And um, the lady, you know, she was like, are you guys sure? Like, it's two, it's two years. I'm like, man, I'm not going to prison. I'm not going to prison, yo. Mm -hmm. So uh, we cranked the jury up. And you lost. And I lost. And um, they gave, how much time did they give you? They gave me so once they, you know, the whole time I'm going to trial, I'm I'm out on bond, so I'm free. So when I get found guilty, it was like you immediately clank clank, mm -hmm. taking me. You go nice. back to jail, suit on, everything. But you still got a pending case with the other county, right? Still got the pending case, but that's that's later on. Oh uh -huh. yeah, that's like that county's gonna that county's cool because they got me for this one. It's the same thing. They call it similar transaction. Okay, so you can't get double jeopardy, can't get... No, no, it's not. You can't do double jeopardy. Uh, they, so they eventually ended up running everything concurrent. Thanks. So I ended up going to sentencing. So I'm in sentencing. You know, I had a few people, which is crazy. I'm going to get to this, is that, you know, all the people that I was cool with, hung out with and everything, and nobody ever came to, like, court, to trial, or none of that, you know, to speak on my behalf, say, yo, this person was... You know, this, this, and that. And, like, all my homies that I used to kick with on a daily, mm. nobody ever came the trial to support me at all. Not one. So um, here I am, you know, my sister's brother, my mom ain't come because she didn't even want to, you know what I mean? She she said she couldn't take mm -hmm. what they were going to do to me. Mm -hmm. So the judge told me to stand up, stand up. He was like, uh, this is a serious case and I'm going to have to sentence you to 20 serve 16 years. So when you get out of, from serving your 16 years in prison, 
you got to do four years of probation. I, I was so stuck, I couldn't even cry. Like, I wanted to cry. Yeah. But I was just so shocked at the fact, here I am, 19, 20 years old, judges gave me a dub. 16, 20, yeah, a 20 years in, mm-hmm. basically 20 years in prison. Probation is considered prison, might as well say that. So, like, what was going through your mind? Like, okay, I could have took this too. I mean, after that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely is what you start thinking. Like, yeah, I could have just took this two years, but it's too late now. Facts. Now what do we do? First thing the lawyer says, oh, we're going to file a pill. So they gave me a little hope was that, okay, we're going to appeal it. So basically, hopefully when you get a pill, I could get a new trial or, or something that, of that magnitude. You know, so it was hope. Mm-hmm. So I, I really was like, okay, well, let me just go ahead and do what I have to do. Now, hopefully I win this appeal. I'll be able to go home. Mm-hmm. Cause it was just certain things as far as like with the with the, the thumbprint, the, the identification, them, you know, saying who they pointed out during the lineup and all that, that was like that was a, a, a that was confusion. Mm-hmm. And that's why we was like, we'll appeal it, but that's just what it was. Did so you did you appeal it? We appealed it. Mm. So from DeKalb County, I'm in there waiting to go to prison. So they call my name one morning, you know, they call you early in the morning to pack it up. Mm-hmm. They say you pack it up, you know, you going to prison. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was like two, three buses full of full of niggas. And we went to Savannah. Savannah was a diagnostics that they sent me to. So Savannah from DeKalb County is like four hours away. Ain't no bus ain't no ain't no bathroom on this bus. Four hours away. So been, niggas I, is I've been on one of them. Yeah, so niggas is pissed. All you see is piss running out. Down the bus. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> like pissing on the bus, pissing on himself and everything. All the way to the camp. I mean, all the way to Savannah. So we get there. I'm like, damn, I'm in prison, my nigga. So they shave your head, your mustache, mm. everything. You bald. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, first, you know, I'm just, I'm like trying to figure everything out. Savannah, if nobody ever been to Savannah, Savannah remind you of New Orleans. Like all the people sound like they from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Like the officers and everything. And, um... I just stayed to myself and, you know. Was it a level five prison? It was a diagnostics. So basically. Oh, Savannah's just like the holdover type situation? That, so you yeah, go- that's basically where, when you get locked up, you have to go there. That's where they take, do like an HIV test. Yeah. They classify you. They get you ready to be sent to a, the prison where you're going to be mm-hmm. until they ship you again. Mm-hmm. So, okay. How long you stayed there? So I stayed at the diagnostics probably like six weeks. And from there, they sent me to Rivers. River State Prison, Milledgeville, Georgia. Mm-hmm. I was in. Uh, I was there for like five years. I was at that prison five years. Was that level five murder? That was yeah. So I'm. So what's so crazy is my bunkmate had just got off death row. They just reduced his shit from death row to life sentence. That's crazy. And this is my bunkmate. The nigga was cool as a motherfucker. <laughs> cool as shit. Nigga from Athens to say he murdered some white woman in Athens, Georgia, and he had just came off death row. So basically, everybody I was surrounded by was murderers and niggas with three life sentences. Mm-hmm. And all this shit is new to me. So when I first first get in there, you know, I immediately, like, click with the older people that's, like, been in there and did that's been in there 15 mm-hmm. years and shit. You know what I mean? Because basically, the difference between the state and the federal is that in the state, in the federal, y'all around niggas that was getting money and mm-hmm. that had, like, big businesses and shit going on. The state, you around the niggas that killing and robbing and Rapists yeah. and child molesters. So it's like it's a different ball game. Real criminals. You want to learn it. You want to learn anything in there. You gotta. You gotta teach yourself. And at this point, you was you was twenty years old when you first got to prison. Yeah, business. twenty years old. And so how did they how did they treat you? Were they like bullying or some no, shit? No, or I, you know, honestly, 
I never, only time I got in, in problems was when I played basketball. Mm. I stopped playing basketball because I used to always get in arguments and want to fight niggas. And yeah. I'm like, let me just cut that shit out. Mm-hmm. Stop cold turkey. But I never had like, I had, the only fight I ever got into was in DeKalb County. It was a little young nigga was in there for murder. He done robbed and killed the piece of man. Young nigga. I think mm. he was like 17 years old. He done robbed and killed the piece of man. Happened on the basketball court. Me and him get into it on the basketball court. We bring him back into the dorm. We lock down inside, the, inside of my cell. And we go at it. Mm. Yeah. So, like, okay, your first five years, like, what were you doing in there? How did you, like, spend your time? I mean, the, 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 the thing with the prison was that, like, they had outside details, but everybody wasn't allowed to go outside because mm-hmm. of the, the, the security level. Like, you had to be, like, classified to be able to go work in, like, the meat plant or some shit like that. So, mm-hmm. basically, I just stayed in the dorm all day until it was time to go eat or it was time to go, you know, uh, what they call a wellness walk. You go walk in the morning time, and and that was it. And basically, I didn't never never got a job. They never like assigned me to do anything. Mm. All you had to do was make sure your bed was lined up correctly on how they how he had it on the format, and that was it. I mean, the thing about it is, what Millersville was like, it's in a country. It was like a mental health city, mm. and a lot of the girls, females that worked there, was country girls. So a, a city nigga come in there, they own you. And I was one of the niggas that they was on. Yeah. You you ever I never no, I never got <laughs> I never got with I never got with a chicken. What's so crazy is this one dude, you know, they at the time they were saying Augusta, Busters from Augusta. That's what they was calling niggas. Like it was a lot of Atlanta niggas mm-hmm. and they called the Augusta niggas Busters from Augusta. And I could tell because this one girl she was on me, the nigga wanted her, and that's why I learned a valuable lesson. Nigga told me. He said, a girl going to choose who she want to choose. Mm. You know you can do about that. She going to choose who she want. That shit always just stuck with me for life. Like, mm. Bro, there's nothing you can do about that. Can't get mad. Right. Facts. <laughs> so he ended up getting her. No, I ended up, you know, still still getting her. But, you know, it wasn't nothing. Like, it was just more like a friend, a mm. companion while she's at work. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just somebody to talk to, kick it with, you know, kick the bullshit with while she's on her shift. Then once she leave, you go back to you. Watching TV or whatever. So you didn't have anybody like holding you down, like a chick? No, nah, no chicks. The whole nine years I was in prison, I didn't have not one girl hold me down. What about like support, family support? Family, family was there. You know, your mom, your grandmother, you know, dad, brother, sister. Everybody was there as far as family, but as far as friends, never had not one letter. None of that, though, you know, the whole time. Niggas forget. Niggas forgot about me. What about so so deaf? Uh, social death was, I mean, that was a sticky situation. Basically, from what I heard after I got out was that niggas had, was basically had put together like some type of fundraiser for me. Mm. But niggas could never get my information. Because, you know, I, when you're out in the streets, you don't tell people like your real name and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm going to tell you, it's not crazy about that, the, the Rwandan. So niggas knew I worked at social death. So when the time the robberies was going on, they had a, a bolo sign out for my arrest in mm. Atlanta. Be on the lookout. Mm. $10,000 reward. So I guess somebody done told them that, you know, I was working for social death. The detectives came up to social death looking for me. That's crazy. Snitching. Yeah. Dry snitching. And they probably got the 10 bands. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they definitely got the 10 bands. <laughs> so after the five years, um, what happened? Where you went to? So after the five years at Rivers, I ended up, they shipped me to Johnson, Johnson State Prison. Mm. Johnson was, um... I think it was the same level five murderers. Hold on, let me rewind my back. So, 
the first prison, like, what did you witness there? Was it a lot of stabbings? A lot of killings? I, I, witnessed, I witnessed one stab, and it, was, and it came from a dude that I actually had got cool with. He was in there with three life sentences, and I guess he felt like the nigga tried him on some shit. Mm. And nigga broke a broomstick and went across the nigga neck with it. Nigga sliced his shit right here. Sliced his shit open. That was like the worst shit I've seen in there. Blood gushing like, like Yeah, blood was gushing. Mm. Nigga holding this shit. Yeah. Mm. It was crazy. So, yeah, you went to Johnson. I went to Johnson State Prison. Mm. And, and there they had me a detail. I was buffing the floors at Johnson. I, at nighttime when everybody locked down, I come out and buff the floors. Mm. And that was it. I ended up getting my GD, my GED at Johnson, at Johnson State Prison. How long you do there? Uh, I did probably like a year because basically once you're in these prisons, you have like a, you have to stay at the prison a minimum one year before you could put in for a transfer. Mm. So, and it was far from, you know, from the family. So I put in for a transfer and then from there they sent me to Montgomery State Prison. And Montgomery State Prison was actually a, a little like, near, it's, I think it was like near Savannah. And, from, mm. and there, they had me working in, in, a, in upholstery. I was basically making chairs, like all the chairs you, like, you see people sitting yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I was making them. Mm. And that was cool because, you know, we, we was able to get out and then they brought us free world food. So that, that, that was actually cool. How much and they paid you? They don't pay you anything. Yeah, you don't get paid. So what, State don't pay you. So what you working for? Because they tell you to. Yeah, it was like no way around it. Damn. Like you, you got to work and... This is what we need you to do. It, you don't get paid nothing. That's, that's fucking slavery. Yeah, that's basically what it is. It's modern day slavery. Georgia's modern day slavery. Mm. 1,000%. Damn. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the feds, you get paid like a couple dollars, like at least $2, some shit. Some crazy like out, that. Like they had you out there, niggas that pick cotton. That's how Georgia is. Niggas, they had cotton fields. Niggas, you going out there to pick cotton. Mm. White folks, everything. You... <laughs> Like yeah, that's how Georgia's just a it, that's just like slave mentality. Ain't like no way. white boys with the, the dip in their mouth and yeah. all that shit. Was a lot of white officers like was they? That's like all it is. Racist. It, it, like it, I, well, they really they really didn't come off as racist, but you can tell the rednecks. Mm. But they never like crossed that line where they're like nigger, or, you know, crazy shit like that. Mm. But you know, they you could just tell it, it was in them. Mm. So you did work your way down to like uh, like a low security prison. Yeah, eventually. So. From Rivers, five years. Johnson, one year. Then Montgomery, one year. They transferred me to LaGrange County Camp. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in the county camp, which was sweet. Mm-hmm. Like LaGrange was like an hour and a half from Atlanta. So from there, they had me working in a in an old folks home. I was the only one there. I basically watched it once the old people finished eating. Mm-hmm. I watched their dishes, clean the table, vacuum, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So basically, I was pretty much free. I had a cell phone. I got a cell a cell phone snuck in. Mm-hmm. So that's that's basically what it was with that. Um, I ended up meeting a girl while I was working. You know how they ride by. You know you pick up the trash in front of the yard at the uh, old folks' home. And the girl threw me her number. We ended up talking, and I didn't actually end up getting getting her pregnant because on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just me and this black guy who kind of like watched over me, but he didn't watch over me, so he didn't really care. So, you know, we, we came in, she came in, snuck in the building, we went in the closet, we fucked. Mm. And one day she texted me like, yo, I'm pregnant. Like, what am I supposed to do? Right, actually, I'm locked up. <laughs> like, so she was like, yo, I gotta get an abortion. Mm. So from there, um, that's what it, you know, my time was coming to an end. Basically, yo, that nine years went by so fast. But 
the nine years you did though, you didn't know you was gonna do nine years, right? I never knew I was gonna do nine years. So towards like the fifth year, that's when my pill came back and they had denied me for my pill. So once mm-hmm. they denied me for my pill, that's when I started thinking forward like, damn, out of these 16 years that they want me to serve, actually how many am I gonna do? This is my first time in trouble. Mm-hmm. So people was kind of like telling me like, yo, you're only gonna do, it wasn't really like a violent crime. So you're only gonna have to end up doing like half of that time. Mm-hmm. And basically that's what it was. It was half of that time I ended up doing. Mm-hmm. So you put in for your pill, first time it went through? When I first put for the pill, they denied me. Uh-huh. They denied me for the pill. That's when I started thinking, like, damn, now I really got to sit here and do this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no more hope. Uh, now was, now we all depending on a parole board. When is this parole board going to let me out? Mm-hmm. So the family, my family and everybody was sending the parole board letters all the time. You know, yo, this guy's, you know, his first time in trouble. This and that. I got my GED, completed this class while I was mm-hmm. I stayed out of trouble. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so. Pro board granted you in, in I mean, what your release? Well, after the halfway house. So from Lagrange, I went to the halfway house. Mm-hmm. And from there, when you first go to the halfway house, you're still like, you're not. You can't just go. I, I didn't go straight to the halfway house. I went to work. I had to be. I was still like dressed. I I, I was still like in in prison. Like I wasn't allowed to leave really unless I was like going to the store or something. But I didn't have a job yet, so you had to do like. I think I did like three months of, of that, of not working, mm-hmm. just being around there, doing certain classes. Uh, and, that, and that was basically it. And then I ended up getting a job at LA Fitness mm-hmm. in the halfway house. And basically the guys at the time that worked at LA Fitness, they were guys, they were managers and general managers at LA Fitness that used to be at this prison. So basically they had the warden and everybody, you know, like everybody mm-hmm. trusted these niggas. So these niggas say, yo, the kid, this person come work out here at LA Fitness, they'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. That's how much trust they had them. So I ended up getting a job at LA Fitness. Um, where was it at? In Tucker, off Lawrenceville. Okay, so the story with Convict, didn't you, didn't that situation happen in prison? Well, it happened halfway house. Halfway house? Yeah. Tell me that story. So basically, um, I'm at LA Fitness, and um, you know, at the time, like I say, when I'm in prison, the first thing I'm trying to do is, what am I going to do when I get out? Mm-hmm. So I just took, I started rapping. I'm battling <laughs> everybody in prison. Like, everybody. Like, I was, I think I was going in on everybody. Yeah. Like, niggas, it was a big legendary battle. Shout out my boy Q the Kid. My boy Q the Kid was signed to Social Death. He ended up getting a charge, and we was at the same camp at Rivers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Everybody done hyped it up, like, oh, nigga, B.I. got you, Q, da-da-da. Bro, we had the biggest battle. Like, everybody came to the yard this day to see me and Q battle each other. Hmm. It was crazy. So, um, the four back. So, I'm in LA Fitness, uh, and I'm rapping. So, one of the guys worked there was like, yo, Acom Bodyguard, he always works out here. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I'm going to let him know about you because you nice. You, nigga, I was, I'm going to say something so crazy. I was going to the studio when I was at the halfway house. Mm. Like the dudes were so cool at LA Fitness. Like they did tell people, oh, tell the people at the center, he has to work to three o'clock. Mm. So three o'clock in the morning. So just to let me be able to go spend, do, you know, spend time with the family, do what I had to do. And I used to go to the studio when I was, when I was locked up. At the mm. house. So I had made a whole demo tape. So the dude told me Big Drew was Akon's bodyguard, was, uh, always works out there. He, he uh, linked me with him. And from there, me and Big Drew just became cool. 
Mm. Like I used to like he when him and Akon used to come in town, Big Juice would come to the to the gym late. Like yo, he opened the gym up. It's eleven o'clock. We close at ten. He's like yo, I'm about to come open a side door for me. And that's how me and Big Drew became cool. And um, another another relationship that I built from that was Lloyd. One mm. day I'm sitting at my desk, Lloyd the singer. One day I'm sitting at my desk, and um, Lloyd came up to the desk and said, "Yo, whoa!" I was like, "Cause call it whoa, yo, my car got a flat tire outside. Here go my keys." When a uh, tow truck come, can you just make sure that the tow truck get my keys and, and just call me when they get my truck, when they get my car on the, on the truck? I'm like, I, I got you. Mm. Call Lloyd like, yo, bro, the tow truck here, da-da-da. He's like, oh, bet, whoa. He's like, bro. He's like, bro, you could come hang out. I think we got some on Friday. Come hang out with me. I said, my nigga, I'm in a halfway house. I can't, you know, I can't go out, go out mm. like that. Because at the time, I really wasn't in it to where I could go out to the club mm. just yet mm. so i just told him nice oh shit well bro when you get out nigga come on you with me i'm like i bet this to is, this day this is 10 years ago me and lloyd still like real close this was after he like this was when he was like hot yeah mm. this is when bedrock came out that's crazy yeah this is when bedrock came out damn that's crazy and like i don't know like when i see you around celebrities i'll be thinking like how the fuck do you know all these niggas but like that's some that's like and, and genuine it's shit. Crazy how everything just be lining up. Yeah, it just lines up like that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't do anything out of character or anything. It's just my nigga, what up? Yeah, he's like, what up? So you end up working for a convict. Yeah, so I ended up doing bookings, which I still do to this day. Is bookings for Acon, but you marketing for convict. You never got signed as a rapper. Never got signed as a rapper. Actually, you know, after being around everything, I didn't even want to be a rapper anymore. Yeah, all the bullshit I see. And um, yeah, that was basically it. So I'm at the halfway house. I'm with Convict. Um, Akon has a birthday party coming up at the Velvet Room. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo. So I tell the, my my manager, I'm like, yo, Akon got the birthday party at Velvet Room. I'm trying to go. He's like, all right. I tell him that you gotta clean the pool out today. You mm-hmm. get you'll get in like three o'clock. I'm like, bet. So I go to the Velvet Room. Akon birthday party mm-hmm. lit. Call the homies, yo, we going at Acon birthday party tonight. So we there, niggas vibing, catching a vibe. I motherfucker turn. I look right like damn near like three feet away from me. One of the officers from the halfway house. Mm-hmm. Right there. So I look, I said, oh shit. Oh, so I tell my homie, I said, yo, one of the officers from the halfway house, he's right here. He's like, what? I said, the officer from the halfway house, he's right here. <laughs> As soon as I said the nigga tapped me on my back, he, and he wanted the dickhead officers, like the nigga that wanted to send a nigga back to prison. Mm. So nigga tapped me on my back. I turn around. He's like, yo, bro, chill. Just you good, bro. Just relax. You good. I'm about to leave that place anyway. I'm getting transferred to another, another uh, facility. Mm. Bro, I'm talking about my heart dropped to my goddamn toes. <laughs> Same situation happened to me one time, man. But So, um... So I mean, when you got out the halfway house, what you started doing? You just started fucking with convict. Yeah. So basically, I was I started I started fucking with convict. Mm. Um, we started going on the road with Lloyd. Actually, Lloyd started doing shows, and I was going on the road. So when I first got out the halfway house, they had me on like house arrest for the parole. And I'm on parole. They had me on house arrest for like three weeks, and I told them like, "Hey, I need to travel. I got this, this, this going on mm-hmm. with Acon." So the pro officer, he was cool about it. You know, they was kind of intrigued. They're like, damn, I bet nigga got something going on. Some serious shit. Like, let, let this nigga do what he do. Mm-hmm. So they ended up letting me off the halfway out after a house arrest after three weeks. And from there, I was just free to travel. 
And uh, when Lloyd used to have shows like going to Birmingham or South Carolina and things, I'd just roll with Lloyd. Basically, I was just kind of like telling him to see how this shit is. Like, what do I want to do in this business? Mm-hmm. So, you know, at the time, uh, Akon, he was doing the Light in Africa thing. So he wasn't really like in the music industry too much. He wasn't really like doing shows and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty much with Lloyd a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, which is crazy, like I say, this shit just aligns, lines up how it is. So Lloyd, me and, after me and Lloyd hanging out so much, it was this young singer that comes up. He was signed to Noontime also. He uh, started hanging with me and Lloyd. Me and this guy got cool to this and that. The guy is August Alcina. That's crazy. And I started being on the road with August <laughs> Alcina. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. So how did you build up like your network? Like, cause you know just more than these three people. Like, yeah, yeah. So basically just I think just just being out. Like mm-hmm. when I first when I was with Social Death, I'm gonna tell you how I got that job. So Mace, Mace had a record label called All Out. And I ended up looking up, I think I read in a magazine, mm-hmm. that had a promotion, guy was name was Super Mario. So when I see the guy that worked at Social Death, I go up to him, I say, yo, Super Mario, I was with All Out, Super Mario told me that y'all got some positions open over here at Social Death. He's like, oh, he's like yeah, Super Mario, my nigga. He said, come to the office tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's how I was able to get that job with Social Death. <laughs> so basically, that's mm-hmm. I'd just be outside and just networking and you just be, just be yourself. Yo. That's why I just tell people, just be yourself yeah. if you're out there. Mm. You ain't got the dick riding none of these niggas. Like, these niggas, they, they respect the real. Facts. And that's how, just, that's how me and Akon is to this day. Like, people actually, like, we tell people we brothers. Mm. It's people, crazy that y'all look alike. Yeah. You and uh, Boo and... Right. We tell people we are. Because I remember this one time, me and Akon, we hanging out in Miami, and the girl was like, yo, y'all brothers. I don't give a damn what y'all say. <laughs> y'all brothers. Mm. So, I was like, yeah, we brothers. And that's just how it is. Me and Khan, we brothers. Mm. You know, just that's just how we are. Like me and him, like on the road, it's me and him. That's dope. I know when I first met you, bro. That's how I uh, introduced you. Like, yeah, yeah, this Akon brother and shit. Yeah. Thinking that they are really brothers. Yeah, because of how we look. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fact. So, like, okay, how how do you get? <laughs> how did you build this? Um, how can I say these these women? Because bro, every chick knows you. Bro, no, every every chick. Bro, honestly, you got to think when I'm outside with certain celebrities, mm. these niggas was hot. Lloyd at the time had bad rock. Yeah, so I'm with Lloyd, so of course all the girls are gonna migrate to Facts. hot. Mm. So that's how I met basically a lot of girls. When August was hot, this nigga was on fire. Facts. So when he, that's when I had most of, that's why I got most of yeah. my chicks from was uh-huh. being on the road with August. But you even know younger chicks too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like the Niles. <laughs> Ain't no way. Bro, I, I, I think just from being outside, bro. Yeah. I'm just outside and I just, I'm just the cool guy when I'm outside. Like, yeah, yeah. I, it ain't no pressure with me mm-hmm. when it's dealing with the chicks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and I think that comes from me being locked up nine years with no person holding me down yeah that's why when i'm dealing with these chicks I, it ain't no pressure with me it's like y'all like, shorty come on like you give me the pussy give me the pussy but yeah just come on come, come fuck with us tonight bro i didn't see you with young ma i didn't see you with uh justin leboy i didn't see you with uh what's it's, what's that chick name hold on she had a birthday in um <laughs> miami uh 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 sweetie 
So we did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what so the fuck? So how, my birthday party. How you doing this? So basically, um, Young and May. Give them the game. Was through a friend. Yeah. And you know, once they find out that I'm with Acom, that kind of like brings makes it makes people. Yeah, break the ice. You know, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, and 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 from there, I put her and Acom together. Uh, Twin Peaks bucket. I never forget. I told Con, I said, Yo, Con, I, w- I want you to meet Young and May. Mm-hmm. So Young and May pulled up to the Twin Peaks. Akon pulled up to the Twin Peaks. And we sat up there five hours. Me, Akon, and Young and May just kicking it, drinking, eating. Mm. And from there, her and Akon built a relationship where they actually like super tight to this day mm. from that. And basically, that's what I do. I try to put people in position, Connect. whether it's not even a celebrity, mm. it could be my homie. Yeah. If, if you got something that I can help you with, my nigga, I'm nigga here. And that's that's with anything, mm. money, relationships, whatever. Fact. Shout out the money man. The money man too. I forgot about money man. That's yeah. crazy. But you so knew money, money man, man before he blew up. New money man before he blew up. His name was Money J. Yeah. Money J. <laughs> mm. you know? hey, so, how you meet that nigga? So basically, money money J money man was signed to Acon. He's all yeah know. yeah. And he was signed to Acon, and we used to always just hang out together. You know, get money together. <laughs> and from there, we just, me and Money Man became just super cool. Mm. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made a lot of money together. <laughs> now, we definitely, definitely did. Like, everything that Money Man, this is what I can vouch for. Everything that Money Man talks about, yeah, real. Mm-hmm. Like, like, we live that life for real. Like, that's a real, <laughs> mm. that's a real thing that went on. I can say, though, bro, every time I'm around you, bro, like, Anywhere we at, bro, like, when you introduce me to people, like, yo, yo, you make sure, like, you introduce me to people, like, yo, this is my man's, woo-woo. And I see, like, how you be working. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even work. It's just, like, that's just who you is. Right. And you you making connections, and people could link without you type of shit. Exactly. That's how it's supposed to be. Like, most people, they get these these connections with certain artists or certain people that's getting money, and they try to hold that to themselves. Yeah. It's like, bro, you would, you would get more out of life. Pass that blessing on. Facts. Because you never know when you might need this person. This person going to always be like, oh, damn, I remember when B.I., well, I think, you know, it's supposed to be like that. It's you know, supposed certain to, people, yeah. I done passed the blessing on. They became this big rap star or whatever, and they, and they forgot about the kid. It's like, damn, bro, I, I want to, like, what happened? Right, right, right. Like, don't forget, nigga, like right, some type forget. of recognition. Like, it's me. Yeah, yeah. When nobody was there, I was there. Mm-hmm. How could you forget me? Facts. How can you? That's thing I never understand with people. How can you forget the person that was down when you didn't have nothing, when nobody believed in you? Mm-hmm. I was there. How could you forget me? Mm. I, I, and a lot of people say, "Oh, it's fame." I just don't see fame doing that. Like I believe you real, you real. You real, you real. I, people always say that, but then I look at Akon. Akon don't act like that. And that nigga rich as shit. And he rich as shit. He mm-hmm. act like us. Mm-hmm. He kick it like how we kick it. Mm-hmm. There was no excuse for that. It's niggas. I mean, I guess they would never was real from the get go. You know what I'm saying? Right. I can tell you this one story about Akon though. Um, <laughs> I was in a. <laughs> I think he was there. Yeah, he was definitely there. Um, Dozy was there. We, we was at a story. Yep. And then um, bunch of bitches. Absolutely. And then um, bitches started taking pictures with me. Like, yo, can I take a picture with you? Because I'm in a section with this nigga. I'm like, hell yeah, cool. It's like 2016 or some shit. I remember. So. Um, Y'all leave. Go back to the hotel. Go back to the hotel. Those be like, yo, pull up to the hotel. We got a bunch of girls here. I said, I bet. I, I done pulled two chicks from the club. Yo, pull up with me. Bet. 
I go to the uh, to the hotel. It's like thirty people outside. We kicking it in the lobby or some shit. Uh-huh. Akon come down. The bitches I had ran <laughs> with them. Took took off. Never seen the bitches ever again in my life, bro. Ever in life. That's how I be. I mean, that's 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 the life, bro. Like, mm. you know, you know, Akon is married by the way, but you know, the girls when they disappear, they, I think they went home. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, that's just a life, man. The girls, they just they just like to be around, like, cool niggas. Mm. They don't like... They just they just come to it. They just gravitate to us for some reason. Right. It's just cool. Like, mm-hmm. there's no pressure. Mm. You know, most niggas be real pressed about chicks. Like, oh, this chick, you don't give me no pussy. Mm. Bitch, fuck you. Facts. I mean, there's so many girls There's so here, many. Man. Why even trip? Right. Don't trip over it. So, I mean, I know we was on the podcast yesterday. <laughs> about your uh, single life <laughs> yeah I've been single uh, 11 years I had a relationship I can get into it it's gonna be in a book also the book from the pen to from the, the pen, pen to the penthouse it's gonna be I'm gonna talk more in depth about that relationship because that, that relationship actually that one relationship made me the man I am today mm-hmm. basically when I this relationship happened when I first got out of prison she was a doctor she was a PA and um we was like brother and sister type relationship like we was together every day mm-hmm. she get off third shift i come over her crib we was like with each other every day and when i first got with her by me being in, a, in the industry i told her i said yo we in atlanta this is the capital hip-hop capital right now i don't want you to be dealing with no other industry nigga out here you know what i mean because i mm-hmm. want the one thing i don't want is my girl to be like niggas be like oh i already fucked that bitch Mm-hmm. That's one thing I don't want. That's why I'm careful about who I choose or who yeah. I date to this day. Mm-hmm. That's just not what I want. I want. So she ended up eventually dealing with this rapper who, you know, he was, I'll tell you who, it was, it was Jeezy. She ended up dealing with Jeezy. And, um, Damn. yeah, you know, Jeezy was hot. I think he had the time he had. <laughs> he had um, <laughs> all on the block, you know, all on the block or some shit like that. <laughs> so what was so crazy is that I still had her, like, we'll break up. She run a Jeezy, shoulder to cry on, become a dick to ride on. That's basically what that was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when we would break up, she'll go run a Jeezy, and then we'll get back together. But you know, when we get back together, I ask her because you know she'll come back around me and she'd be like, "Yo, damn my nigga." I'm like, "My nigga, Shady, you don't talk like this." I said, "Yo," and my intuitions be crazy with women. I'm like, "Yo, you been with Jeezy? <laughs> oh, you been with no Jeezy, right there, nigga?" Come to find out. Every time we broke up, that's who she'll run to. So it's gonna be more to that story in, in, the, in from the pen to the penthouse. It's that, but that that relationship right there is mm-hmm. the reason why I've been single eleven years. I'm just, like how like how did it damage you? Um, basically, just can't the trust lies. Me. I think it was it was the lies, man. It was like, you know, one day we, I just get get a little bit more into it. You know, her niece came in town and and she was like, yo. I'm about to take my niece out. I'm like, all right, bet. So her niece, I follow her niece. I think at the time it was like Facebook. So they out at Twist at the time. Twist was like the lit shit in, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So they out eating. So I'm looking. I'm like, who the fuck is they with? Like, I can tell they with some niggas, but who are you with? So I call her like, yo, y'all good? <laughs> She's like, yeah, we, we about to go to Mansion. Mansion Elon. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm with my shit. Like, I'm with my girls. We're going to Mansion. All right. Jeezy. At Mansion in London. And one of my homies hit me and said, yo, I see your girl 
with Jeezy up here in Manchester. So I'm calling, I'm blowing her phone up. Yo! She ain't answering. Then she finally called me when they leaving out. I was like, yo, I'm about to um, go get some food with my girls. Then I'm going to meet you at my crib. I'm like, all right, bet. So, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. I'm no calling her. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I think it was Easter or something. We supposed to go to church that, that Sunday. Mm. I'm like, yo, no answers. Mm. 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Now I'm calling her brother. Yo, bro. She ain't answer you, bro. You might want to call her. I don't know if something got to be wrong. Yeah. 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. She finally called me like 12, 1 o'clock noon and was like, because I done blowed her phone up. She like, what's wrong with you? Why are you blowing my phone up like this? Where you been? Where you at? She says, oh, I got drunk and I just stayed at my girl's crib tonight. I said, shorty, look. So her brother's <laughs> like, yo, if she can't tell you where she was, cut her off. See, I was like, so that, that's where you was? I'm like, well, put your girl on the phone. Let your girl tell me that. Mm. I'm not doing all that. Fuck it then. So two days later, her niece posted on Facebook. Somehow the pictures, the videos, pictures had the dates. Yeah. So that morning, I'm looking for her. They had Jeezy crib. Her niece took the pictures. <laughs> Jeezy penthouse in Buckhead. Damn, going that out. That shit broke me down. Going out sad, <laughs> blowing up, calling the calling the family. Yo, what she got? <laughs> she got him. Fucking. I said I never want to go through that shit again, yo. Man, listen, bro. Women don't know like when we go through heartbreaks, bro. It's gonna take a long time for that shit to heal. Man, listen. can't trust no more bitches. Then you just run through them now. Shit, you got to a hundred bitches gonna have to pay. No, for real. And I and, I, and that's just that's just where I am with relationships. Like I don't have girls where I. You know, certain things didn't work out because, oh, they live in another state or some shit like that. Mm. But it's just the, the pickings for women. It's hard to play me. Like, yeah. I did nine years with no chick. So you can't really, like, you got to yeah. come correct if you come to me. Right. Like, I just, I'm not just going to fall for anything <laughs> because you done gave me a piece of pussy or some shit like that. Like, so you got you got to be more than that. Facts. I want the same type of shit because, <laughs> I mean, they look at they look at niggas like us like, we're going to either save them or... Fix them, fix their life with some shit like that. Nah, like if I'm if I'm gonna do that, what what the fuck do you bring? I think you asked one of the bitches like, what y'all bring to the table? Like, right, they couldn't answer. They couldn't even answer the question. She said, I'll bring the table to the table. What table? What is that? table? <laughs> she said, the bitch said, I I cook. Um, I'm gonna make sure you straight. Is that a fucking table, or is that what you're supposed to do as a woman? <laughs> right. What the fuck was that? Right. Like that's what you're supposed to do as a woman. If I'm if y'all want me to provide. Make sure that you always good. All you can, all you can tell me you gonna do for me is cook. Mm. Waffle House cook. Feel me? DoorDash, <laughs> Postmates. Come on, man. Yeah. So what else next for you though, bro? Uh, so basically, I'm working on a book from the pen to the penthouse, and I'm basically gonna get into more detail about, you know, my time in prison, um, before prison, during prison after prison the relationships that I built, you know, with mm-hmm. August and Lloyd and Money Man and all these other people, uh, Young and May, all these people that I built relationships with and and basically just, you know, just tell people, just try to teach the young guys, man, like out here, you could you could do what you want to do, bro. As long as you put your mind to something, say, yo, this is what I want to do, you mm-hmm. can do it. Mm-hmm. And that's just basically what I've been all my life. You gotta think, nigga, 20 years serve 16. And look what I'm doing. I'm doing mm-hmm. books for Akon. 
I'm on a road with Akon. Mm-hmm. I'm traveling the world. Mm-hmm. You know that that's that's not normal. That's mm-hmm. not normal for a nigga that got served that sentence to twenty served sixteen years. Mm-hmm. Very true. And there's another thing that was so crazy to rewind it back was you know that twenty served sixteen years. I was, we didn't get into that. So the twenty served sixteen years. So after I'm done with the sixteen years parole, they wanted me to report to probation for four years. Mm-hmm. But they wanted me to go to the uh, probation office and like, hey, I'm done with parole. Y'all ready for me? I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, I just got 16 years of my life. I'm not y'all want me to... Because once you go to probation, it's like, you're back in jail. Any little thing, you mm-hmm. get your ass getting locked up. Hell yeah. So I was like, yo, I'm bucking. So once somebody gave me a, a, a little secret, it was like, yo, with probation, if your date starts August 1st, this day, your time starts running from that day. Mm-hmm. Like, so... If you don't report, your time is still running. Mm-hmm. And so that's basically how I kicked it. Time ran. They, I guess, eventually after like a year or two after I supposed to have reported, they found out I didn't. So they had put a warrant out for my arrest. And um, I'm in Miami. And the cops pulled me over. And they pulled me over. He was like, you got a warrant for your arrest. I'm like, for what? He's like, uh, robbery in Atlanta. Like robbery in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Said Brian did that already. Mm-hmm. So when they get me to the jail, the uh, if you know they give you more in debt, they say, "Oh, you got probation, Atlanta, a probation warrant." I'm like, "Damn, my nigga." When I tell you, so when you go from from if you got a warrant in another state, they put you in this little paddy wagon. Mm-hmm. You got cuffs. You got to drop all the way back. Like this, you, mm-hmm. you like this. It's like five of y'all in a row on, on a little paddy wagon. They feed you through like a little dog shaft. Feed you like Burger King, give you a little, you know, a little Burger King or whatnot. You, you gotta. That's how you eat. Mm-hmm. So, um, bro, when I tell you that, so anyway, from Atlanta to Miami, from Miami to Atlanta is a nine-hour drive. It took us two weeks to get to Atlanta. They, they, we stopped the counties, dropped dudes off, picked dudes up. Wait, I tell you, that was the worst. That was worse than the nine years I did in prison. Where the hell y'all sleep at? So basically, they had dropped us off in a county jail. Uh huh. Drop us off. We sleep there. Somebody else will come get us the next day. We'll ride to another county. Damn. <laughs> and, and sometimes, Damn. like, some days we'll just sleep on, on a, just ride out and just sleep on a, the thing, on, on, a, on a paddy wagon like this. Bro, that was the worst experience ever. I don't wish that on nobody. God damn. Yeah, that was the worst. It was worse than the nine years. So I finally get to, I finally get to Atlanta. So this is what I didn't know was that even though the charges, the charges were ran concurrent on the 20 serve 16 years, Fulton County and DeKalb County ran the charges concurrent. So I'm thinking if you run the charges concurrent, don't you just supposed to have probation in the county that you lived in? No. Mm-hmm. So I go to Fulton County. The judge was like, um, you know, this case is like, I think at the time, this case is like 17, 18 years old. You'll get him out of here. Like, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. That's basically how he kicked it to the probation officer that put the warrant out. Like, what are you doing? This case 18 years old. Get him out. So I'm like, damn, all right, that's cool. I'm about to get out. So I'm in a holding tank, in a release tank. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, the Cap County on your way to get you. I'm like, for what? He said, probation. I said, this is what I'm in here for now. That's what they just released me from. It's like, nah, <laughs> you got probation in Cap County too. So when I get to the Cap County, there's one thing about the Cap. If you get a probation violation in Cap County, you got to do 60 to 90 days. They don't want to talk. Like, you got to think 60 to 90 days probation 
if you got probation, if you fuck up, you got to do 69 days before you go see a judge. So imagine people that got jobs. Fucking rent, all type of shit going on. It's over with. Mm-hmm. Like, like your cribs, your cars, everything is gone. And that's basically what that happened. The car I had just got, they end up auctioning my car off. It was gone. When I, by the time I got out from doing them 90 days in the, in, the, in the county jail for that probation violation. God damn. So we got to think. This was 2000 when I was sentenced. Last year, 2021, case was well over with. So my homies helping me uh, move from this one spot in Miami to the other spot. So when we get, so we get to the other spot where I'm moving to, we park into the, the little loading dock and as soon as we get out of the car, it was like a crash behind us. So we like, yo, so my homie kind of like walking towards to check this shit out. So as soon as we, he go check it out, like six U.S. Marshals come. Get out, get out, get out, get out. Like, what the fuck? Now, <laughs> niggas be into all type of shit, honestly. <laughs> niggas be into all type of shit. But the U.S. Marshals, get out, get out, get out. Like, man, what the fuck? So to get out, take my ID. Yeah, we look for you. Except for what? what I do? Uh, you got a warrant for your arrest for robbery in Atlanta. Now, you know, now at first when they got me, I'm, I ain't know, I'm my race. I'm like, what the fuck? These niggas about to lock me up for. And they got me for some other shit. Right. They got <laughs> me for some other shit. So when they told me robbery, now I'm talking big shit. Mm. Man, what? Mm. Nigga, I done already did that shit, bro. This shit over with, my nigga. Y'all need to call your supervisor, bro. This ain't it. Like, let me out. Call your mans right now. He's like, no, we got to take you in. So they take me in. I sit in Miami County Jail. My homie ended up getting in touch with the probation officer of Fulton County. He was like, what? So they sent a teletype to Miami. Like, oh, no, he got to get out. Like, that shit is done. They released me. I sat in county like two days, and they finally released me from that. But they just show you, like, 21 years later, the shit that I was still dealing with for that case. And that was the first and last time I ever been in trouble. But they ain't trying to let you go, my nigga. Bro, that was a life sentence. For sure. That was a life sentence. Especially that ride back. I couldn't only imagine. They do shit like that. I forgot what it's called. It's like shock treat or some shit where they, they put you on a bus and they just take you across the country, bro, on a bus. And I think I forgot what it's called. It's like some type of punishment. <laughs> bro, that was punishment, bro. That being in that paddy wagon was the most in, inhumane punishment I've ever been in my life, bro. Mm-hmm. Like that shit right there, bro, I wouldn't wish that on nobody. Mm. It was that bad. Like I say, it was worse than being locked up for nine years. That's crazy. Yeah, bro, we ain't going back. Nah, we not, we not going Done back. Done with that everything, shit. Everything is good now. We, we from the pen to the penthouse. Pen to the penthouse. That's where you living at now, in the penthouse? Well, I'm almost, I'm, I'm in the building. Yeah, yeah, for I'm sure. I'm in the building. I ain't got to the penthouse yet, yeah. but I'm in the building. Mm. I'm only a few floors away. Facts. A few floors away. Stepping stones. You used to stay at the Mondrian. You used to stay at the Mondrian. Party love, City. I love that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> man, I love that motherfucker, man. Yo, the Mondrian, so I moved into the Mondrian. It was... Bro, it was the craziest shit ever, bro. Like, like imagine being in the heart of Miami where everybody comes to the, the, the state when they come to Miami. Yeah. I'm living there. And if you, even if you're not staying there, you're still coming there for you the pool. You still come there, go to the pool. That's where everybody, that's where everybody, all the celebrities, everybody's there. And I'm living there. And that, 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 that was a time. I bet it was. That was a time. And I had to get away from that. I'm like, bro, I, I feel <laughs> like I'm on vacation. I'm at the pool every day. Man, I stay at the... Um... The epic man, that it's 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 alright. But when I went to the Madrian and I seen the vibes that was going on, like this is before I got at the epic, I was like, bro, I'm finna move down here. This shit is 
lit. This is like during pandemic, mm-hmm. like at the end of it. I was like, bro, there's really niggas out so here many, living. I made so many connections living there. Mm-hmm. So many connections. Like if you like, that's a great place to live and network. Mm-hmm. Everybody stays there. Yeah. Everybody when they come in town. Facts. I have free drinks at the bar. I got cool with the people at the bar. I'm getting free drinks. Mm-hmm. So all the girls come over. Everybody come on. Mm-hmm. We over there getting drunk and go back up to the crib. <laughs> oh, you live here? Yeah. You see mm-hmm. my picture on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right, man. Shit, it's been a good interview, man. No, but but just I, I want to give you your props, bro. Like this is good what you're doing, paperwork party. Kind of give an insight to people, man. What you like the things that you would have, like you would go through if you were in situations like that. Hell yeah, because niggas don't know. Like giving people a blueprint, like bro, look, if you're doing this, this yeah, is what's gonna happen? Bro. Facts. Niggas do not know, especially like with Sakia, um. Her shit, it was so many people in the comments like, yo, thank you. I didn't know this. Like, I'm dealing with a nigga right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, the comments, yeah. Yeah, bro, that shit. This is is great. Like, I salute. I'm proud of you. Yeah. This is going big places. Appreciate you, bro. Whatever you need me to do, I'm a part of it. I'm just another nigga you know that's that's, that's regular before they turn famous and you do me. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And that's basically how all the niggas be. Like, August was, August wasn't nobody. August was just hanging with me and Lloyd. Then he blew up. I was there for that. Mm-hmm. I was there, and I, and I liked it, and I love to see that uh, a person come from the pen to the penthouse. Facts. I love to see that. Facts. And I got a penthouse too right now in Miami. So right. as soon as they let me off house arrest, bro, see, I see. It's over, man. Sway Lee got a crib over there too now. Yeah, yeah. I done ran to that nigga a couple oh. times. Yeah, bro. And when they be partying, because he stayed like two floors up under me or some shit like that, they blame that shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> you said you got the indoor basketball. Goal in his crib. Yeah, man. <laughs> I ain't seen that bitch in three and a half months, nigga. Sick. But yeah, man, shit. It's only up from here, my nigga. I said so. When y'all see it from the pen to the penthouse, that's me. Support me. I'm just trying to strive and be better than I was yesterday. Facts. That's all I'm trying to So do. have you already started writing a book? Uh, I already started writing a book, yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking of release probably by the beginning of next year. And from there, we're going to do like book tours and Facts and all type of things. It's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to pinpoint the book to be for the people in prison. God, I was just about to say that. Yeah, so, that, so when they in prison, niggas gonna run it out because the stories I got for y'all. Yeah, yo, Ooh. listen, the, the books that I read in there, like my first five six months, that's all I read was them them yeah. them, them type of stories, them fucking um, hood novels, them fucking yeah, um, oh yeah, Donald Goins. Um, uh, Zane, Zane is the top yeah, top yeah, 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 yeah. Zane, Zane have a nigga bean his meat in prison. <laughs> <laughs> it was some other stories in there. I forgot what the fuck them. It was like some. Um, it was like a series. I forgot what Iceberg it was. Iceberg Slim. Nah, was it Iceberg Slim? Nah, yeah, he had a series. It was about um. Damn, bro, I gotta remember this shit, bro. It was about niggas selling heroin in Jersey. They had a lawyer involved. That nigga was, man. That shit was a crazy story, yeah, bro. Black novels be the best novels, bro. Yeah, bro. That 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 helped me with my the first best six book months. Book I ever read was the coldest one I ever. I read that book too, that my nigga. Best book I ever read. Santiago and yeah. got yeah. That shit is hard, bro. Soldier, uh, sister, soldier. Yeah, sister yeah. That shit was hard, my nigga. Best book I read. I read it every fucking book of his, like like 
four in a row, nigga. I was in tune. Like, I was like, yo, send me some more books, please. Yeah, They're it. like, you read Sister Soldier? I said, that's what, that's what keep niggas, like, when you in prison, that's what you got to do. You got to read books, read magazines, stay in tune to what's going on outside. Yeah. And that's basically what I was. DuPont Registries. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm about to get that car when I get out. Got to. I'm getting that car. Mm-hmm. Oh, the house. Oh, damn, you see the house? I got to get that house. Mm-hmm. That's how you got to do when you in there. You got to free your mind. Got to. That's it. Because they, they can lock your body, but they can't trap your mind. But it seemed like state prison is just like harder time. Not not because like the violence and shit, but like with the access. You know what I'm saying? We got phones in the feds. We got Well, we had we had phones, like niggas snuck cell phones into the into the state. But um your time is I mean, I it's harder, but I guess because you don't like in the feds, y'all like I say, y'all run to niggas that that was getting money. Right. It was different conversation. I'm running to niggas that they killed 10 niggas. Killed 10, 10 niggas. Yeah. They killed the niggas that was getting the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember one dude I was locked up with. His name was Bruce Gaines. This nigga was a notorious robber in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm in there with him. One of my homies was cool with the nigga. We used to walk the yard with the nigga. I finally, when I finally get out, I look this nigga. I'm like, yo, niggas used to tell him, just tell me stories like, yo, this nigga used to walk up to dice game, bare face, and rob the whole dice game. Everybody gave it up. This nigga like a notorious robber in Atlanta back in the day. Mm. A legend. He ended up getting out and killing a girl, and then he ended up committing suicide behind that. So it's like that's the type of mentality yeah. a lot of niggas in the state be having when they come out. It's like niggas don't be really having no plan, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? Because like you, like you don't teach yourself, who's going to teach you? Facts. All niggas talking about is the next lick of some shit that's going on out in the free world. I know when we was in the feds, bro, it, it was either like some high level conversations about like real estate or fucking stocks, or it would be a, a circle of us talking about some fraud shit. Like, yo. Right. Like, he, one nigga did like some, one nigga I met, man, this nigga was stealing pennies out of people's accounts. He did millions of accounts. Just pennies. Pennies, nigga. Wow. Pennies, bro. That nigga like. Add up. Yeah, that shit add up, nigga. How much Thre- they gave like 15. God damn. That nigga stole so much money and shit. But wow. we, we in circles, like, discussing, like, just new shit. But I was ready to get out. But that's when I had lost my year. I was, I was fucking around in this drug program, lost my year. And I was like, bro, maybe I shouldn't get out and commit <laughs> crimes. <laughs> I got to reevaluate this shit. No, you definitely got to, bro. Yeah, bro. You got to. And I, I mean, that's basically what I was when I, when, I, when I was about to get out. Luckily, I had a link with Akon. Otherwise, I was going back to, you know, I still had in contact with my homies at Social Dev. Yeah. To this day, like, Mo Fat, all of them, I'm still cool with all the niggas to this day. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with me. It's like, what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. Same person I was in prison, same person I was before prison, same person I was after prison. I'm going to always be the same nigga mm-hmm. when it's like, when it comes to dealing with people. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to change up because I just don't see the reason for me to change up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't got this far being me. Let me just stay doing this. Yeah. Niggas change up on, depending on who they around. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's one thing with me. I I, I could be around Akon, Akon, yo, look, this is my nigga right here, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, Akon, like, oh, what's up, big dog? Yeah. Like, what's up, big dog? Yeah, yeah. And there you make your connection. And that's that's basically what I try to do with every relationship I have. If I know that one of my niggas wants to do a certain thing, I'm going to introduce you to a person I know that could, you could benefit off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Bro, do your thing. How it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think niggas be just low-key haters. Niggas is low-key haters for real. Low-key haters, Don't bro. want to see the next nigga mm-hmm. win whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about niggas. Niggas, it's, it's grown men that hate the way that me and Akon 
are so tight to this day. I bet. It's crazy. Grown men. I bet. Because they want that spot. They want that spot. They want that spot. They want bitches. They want. Exactly. Yeah. But even if you had that spot, you still couldn't. Mm-hmm. You still couldn't get the bitch. You still mm-hmm. couldn't. Because it's just me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Niggas are like chameleons, bro. They just blend in to wherever the fuck they surrounded by. I don't like them type of niggas, bro. I'm going right. to stay exactly who I am. But yeah, man, it's a paperwork party. Paperwork party. B.I., convict, legend out here. Legend. Well-known in the streets, well-known with these bitches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> with a pen to the Shout penthouse. Out to all the girls out there. <laughs> <laughs> when you see this, call me. DM me. Facts. We go party. We on a yacht in Miami. All right. Oh. Yeah, when it, matter of fact, when this drop, <sighs> we going to Miami. We're going we gonna to watch this on the yacht in Miami. Yeah, yeah, That's we'll do that. Doing. Yeah, that, it'll be the watch, the watch party. You're yeah. right, on the yacht. That's why we're going to do it. Shit. <laughs> Can't wait, man. Oh, my God. All right, man. We out, man. Peace. Peace. <laughs> How was it, though? I need to get that. <laughs> I'm sitting up here. <laughs> 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 like this, this nigga got all the bitches. All the bitches. Listen, one, one time we were living in the same apartment. I called B.I. to come help me move. He down like, the hall. He like, shit, this shit hard. I'm about to move over here. <laughs> the nigga go downstairs and like apply for the apartment. I'm like, bro. So they brand you know, they not in this building. Is it in Yeah. yeah. Lindbergh. Uh-huh. <laughs> this nigga moved two doors down from the <laughs> Bro, I don't want to hear this shit. Like, Club running B. up and down the hallway. Club B.I. at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's what we called it, Club B.I. Club fucking B.I. Everybody done been there. I'm going to this nigga's crib, Jonathan. This nigga got a hundred motherfuckers in the house. I'm like, yeah. This is a little person. <laughs> and then I remember, you remember the chalkboard? The chalkboard, yeah, the yeah, side of chalkboard. The chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> Every bitch that come through got a sign that Got a side of the board. They don't be looking like, damn. I'm nah, they were just happy to be there. <laughs> because they know it was like niggas like August Alcina coming through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like niggas who they come book in Atlanta was coming to my crib. Yeah, London on the track. Everybody was at my crib. People who all the rent office like, that guy that you were first. Like, nigga, you don't go to the floor. Like, no. B, I got bitches running through the hallway. I'm like, oh God, they about to kick us out. Man, during the pandemic, I'm watching this nigga story. Bro, pandemic was legendary. Man, all them niggas did was have these house parties. The shit he was posting though, bitches with the dildos and. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think I had her in there. Yeah, oh. you had me. I was like, please take me. Out. <laughs> oh, that shit. I was like, bro, I need to get down. I need to. I need to ask you this on camera. Can you explain what demon time is? Demon time is would be everybody know what me demon time is. Like, surely we are gonna turn up. We are gonna throw this. We are gonna throw money. But you gotta turn up. You gotta eat some pussy. You gotta you gotta put on a show for this money. Like you can't just. I'm not. We're not doing that. Yeah. We, it's a private. We in my crib. Turn up. So girls be in there eating each other pussy. They butt. <laughs> it goes down. It went down in my pandemic. Niggas like running in and out of my bedroom. My bedroom was. I didn't give a fuck. It's like 
nigga, what else we going to do, my nigga? Right. Let's just have fun. We locked down. Right. But it's like being locked up, but you're free. Yeah, yeah. So we turned the fuck up, my nigga. Every day. Every day, we had a house party. Nigga, I remember I moved to this spot during the pandemic. They got me out of there in one month. Oh, you got to go. If they wanted me out of there so bad, they gave me my security deposit back. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, look, when you, when you label a girl a demon, mm-hmm. what is that? When I label a girl a demon, that means she's down for whatever. Uh-huh. That means... A girl don't have to, like, if, 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 if I invite girls out, girl, shorty, you don't have to fuck, you don't have to fuck with me, mm-hmm. but you got to fuck with one of my niggas. Like, you got to like one of my niggas in this mm-hmm. motherfucker. And mm-hmm. that's just basically how the case be. Yeah. Girl come over, I invite her out, she might fuck me, she don't, she going to fuck one of my niggas. Perfect. Demon time, let's turn up. And I love demons. I love, I love being around demons. They so carefree and, spe- and, and free spirited. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm talking about when they, when, look, 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 this is how it be, right? <laughs> we'll be at like a little function or some shit. I might be talking to a bitch. He might slide up on me. Man, she a demon. <laughs> say, <laughs> say less. <laughs> right, right, right. That's it. Say less. She's a demon, my nigga. That, that means, nigga, get her, get her out of here expeditiously. She about to turn up when you get her back to that crack. And see, that's the thing about me when I'm dealing with these chicks. Like, if I had a chick and I know this chick is a demon, I'm going to tell my nigga, like, bro, look, all you got to do is this, my nigga. Take her to P.F. Chang's. Then after P.F. Chang, take her to this little lounge. Get her a hookah. Get a few drinks of tequila. My nigga, you're going to smash. That's the rundown. That's the blueprint. Yeah. P.F. Chang's. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, P.F. It was one chick I pulled up with. I wasn't I want trying to wife or nothing, but I thought I liked the bitch, man. This nigga was like, damn. She's super Don't do it. Don't do it. I said, damn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 no, nah, that shit was funny as hell, man. He's like demon. I was like, damn. man, but you know, sometimes, bro, I might see it. I might see a homie out with a demon. I might not even say nothing. Nah, you gotta say some. Because sometimes nigga be too far gone. Tell me, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. me. There's only some nigga you can tell. Because some nigga you'll tell, like, bro, she a demon. Nigga might go, yo. So how you know bi? Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. Like, man, god yeah. damn, these I, niggas, I told you enough, nigga. Right? God, damn, nigga. <laughs> Fuck, doesn't matter. Right. Nigga, it was either me or the homie. Bro, listen, times have changed out here when dealing with these girls. Like, these niggas getting soft. Yeah, these niggas trying to wipe niggas, shit, cuff man, shit. What? It's like, damn, bro. Like, how you trying to cuff the demon? The demon. <laughs> then, and then the demon, she likes that because she feel like she got her a sucker. Oh, I got this nigga. This nigga want to cuff me. And everybody else knows. And then they stop calling me. Yo, where you at? Oh, I'm with your boy. I'm with your boy right now. Mm. What you mean you with my boy? What y'all pull up? Oh, I can't right. I can't. I can't do that no more. What the <laughs> fuck you mean? <laughs> they laid up now. They right. on dates and shit. You the boo. You the cuff the team, my nigga. Get the fuck out of here. Mm. Now in Miami though, like y'all, y'all got. Y'all got like demons on standby type situation. Like when it's yacht time, when it's party time. No, listen, the girls in Miami, that's all they good for. Mm-hmm. Yachts, going to dinners, booby trap. They can't cook worth shit. 
I've, I've been in Miami six years. I ain't had a whole home cooked meal yet. That's crazy. That's all. Everything I love, my nigga. Not one home cooked meal. Whole time I've been in Miami. That's crazy. They want dinners. They want poppy steak, booby trap, live on Sunday. <sighs> if you ain't got that, good night, nigga. Good night. They got nothing for you. Nothing. You give them live on a Sunday, it definitely turn a demon. Yachts. They don't even, they don't, they're not even worth poppy steak, though. They don't be worth poppy steak. Nah. Fuck. That's what they want it. We'll be going to dinner at the night. P.F. Chang? <laughs> mommy steak. Where's mommy steak? <laughs> Bitch, cook. Shit. Where's mommy steak at? Food truck? <laughs> right. We're going to Wynwood. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> fuck is wrong with these bitches? <laughs> Oh man, bro. Yeah, I can't wait to get back to Miami, bro. Man, we got stories, 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 stories. Okay. Never ending. I already know. Sakia, no, because I be I I go to Sakia with all the stories. Like Sakia, you're not gonna believe this shit here. Believe this shit here. (laughs) Sakia be like, Sakia be like, yo, my mouth is just open. (laughs) Cause I'm such the like laid back with it. I just can't see how bitches be behaving like this. Like, oh. y'all don't have no manners. Like, y'all bitches just out here, like, doing the most for the least. And that just don't register to me. And all, none of y'all bitches like me. And I be like, I'm cool. Because can't be talking shit. I'm cool. Because you wholesome. Yeah. What's the kid? What do you used to call them? Frizzles. 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 The goddamn frizzles. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we can with that one, bro. <laughs> Frizzle. <laughs> frizzle. Yeah, frizzle. I'm Come on. That, and it really be like that though. It be like that. What the fuck? Call me call me an Uber. <laughs> you know, be I fuck that bitch. <laughs> Fuck her. That bitch getting a shared Uber. No. <laughs> <laughs> a cheap one. <laughs> <laughs> Took an hour to get home. That bitch is third. That's the hell of a That's the third, bitch. Oh my gosh, man. I ain't never did a bitch like that. I, I had the best times though in Atlanta though. Like when I lived here, bro, I, I remember it, it was so bad that I used to like when me just fucking girls, I used to go to a club and look at a section. It might be seven chicks and five of them I already are smashed. Uh, a group of girls, they all together party. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. damn. Definitely be like that. Definitely be like that. No, your birthday party in Miami where Jonathan was at, I, but I didn't know mm-hmm. Jonathan yeah. at the time. Man, there was so many girls. At go, that I, I go to the house first, Jonathan, and I'm just like, this about to be one of them fucking nights. But I'm like, I just came home. That's when Saweetie was over there. Uh, I was supposed to be there, too. Yeah. I'll turn up with him. Man, we get to the club. It's like 200 bitches. Nah, facts. And I'm just like... Nah, they was everywhere. Right. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Like that. And I'm trying to be cordial to the bitches. <laughs>
That shit was lit though. It was one. It was one bad bitch number I got, and then the next day I think I seen her on a fucking yacht with y'all. I was like, never mind. Too far gone. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. Too far gone. Matter of fact, ever since then I've seen her on multiple yachts. Like, I thought she was the one. I ain't gonna lie, she was bad as shit. That be the ones. I'm gonna tell you her name when we get out this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Real. That is. Yeah, Miami, that's all. That's 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 it. You want you got a yacht, you got girls. That's how I'm gonna be stand understanding how niggas don't be having girls in like they sections and they yachts and shit. Like, bro. That's how they wanna do though. So like how is it? I gotta do put like a mass text. Put that shit on Instagram, yo. Section three tonight. Nigga, I remember during a pandemic, nigga. I gotta show you that video. We had a yacht and we had strippers on there. Bro, that was the most demon yacht ever in life, bro. They with the girls on there eating pussy. Bro, it was like the craziest shit, my nigga. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, bro, I just don't, I just don't know anybody that could be doing it like this. <laughs> Unless them niggas got them bitches signing NDAs. Bitch, you need to put me on the NDA. <laughs> bitch, because we gonna turn up. Bitch, fuck. I miss out on life. Yeah, man, I missed the whole, <laughs> I missed the whole summer. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jonathan be out here wilding too. No, he, be all, he be so cool and chill with yeah, the shit. Yeah, I just be, you know what I'm saying? This nigga be super cool. Like, this nigga, we be at, at, at Savoy in Miami. This nigga act like he don't see Nan, one of these chicks <laughs> in this motherfucker. This nigga out. Where you going, my nigga? Oh, I got you. God damn, nigga, where you be that? He <laughs> ain't see it, man. Oh, man. Mm. When, I, when I put the correlation together, when I first started watching Jonathan podcast, and I put the correlation together because I saw how Jonathan was moved, and then I'm like, this nigga don't be here. I'm like, I already know it. This nigga's a whole crop. See, I be moving. I be thinking Atlanta. See, I be trying to move low key in Atlanta, but you ain't got to do that in Miami. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, the hoes don't give a fuck. Yeah. So I be working the same move. I'm like, man, I ain't got to do that shit. Man, listen, in Miami, a girl can meet you today, fuck you today, and be hanging with your homeboy tomorrow and be like, yo, what man, up? Man, not for real though, yeah, my nigga. Like, what up, my nigga? Like, God damn, show me. Nigga, who's in, who's in booby trap one night, nigga? I'm talking about, it's like 5.30 already. I'm in there with Flo. Matter of fact, you was in there that night too. Some bitches walk in this section. I'm like, yo, Flo, I'm about to leave. And I was like, you like, nah, nigga, we, we, we in. I'm like, nah, nigga, I'm tired, nigga. I just flew in that night. So some, yeah, this, these niggas be in there at seven in the morning. So eight in the morning. Some bitches just walked in the section and shit. I was like, bro, I, I gotta go, bro. Fuck it, I leave. So I hit a floating the next day. I like, yeah, what you end up doing? He was like, yeah, I took, I took one of the bitches. I'm like, which one? He's like, that bitch had just walked in the section. I like, you knew that bitch? He was like, hell nah. She just left. I like, bro. How long did you? How long did you leave before I left? He was like, bro. I probably stayed in fifteen minutes. So the nigga met the bitch in fifteen minutes. Took his bitch. To the, I'm like, that's when I woke up. Like, oh, Miami's different. Oh, this shit different. Atlanta. Justin, the boy be hitting me up. Yo, it's demon time. Be out. Get all the hoes together. And I put it on there. Justin, the boy. <laughs> that's why he got. To all do is say, yo, Justin, the boy's party. Let's get it. All the hoes is coming. Damn. Cause they wanna be on Demon Time. Facts. They wanna be on Demon they Time. Wanna on Demon they wanna be on Demon Time. That's my nigga right there though. Every time you be every time around that nigga, that's that's what it's on, it's gonna be on. We on Demon Time. I'm gonna make use of my motherfucking condo. I only got like when I move when I when I get a house rest, I got three more weeks. And then I gotta get a condo up. 
So I'm finna goddamn. We gotta turn that bitch up one time. We gotta do what we I gotta can. get some ecstasy, some Molly. Yeah. Absolutely. Dog. Yeah. This nigga, yo, it woke me up too. Look. <laughs> listen, when I first listen. <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you how sweet it is. Listen. When I first get down to Miami um after the pandemic, we had fucking um fucking pool party on South Beach. What's that pool name? Uh, SLS. SLS. We had the pool party. It's like, it's nighttime. So I see this nigga B.I. sprinkling shit in bitches drink. I'm talking about like, uh, uh, uh. I, like <laughs> I said, I said, I said, I said, hey, bro. What, I said, hey, bro. I said, what the fuck y'all putting in drink? He's like, shit, Molly, nigga. Molly, nigga. It's demon time, nigga. No, we call it, we call it the I, I, I. Yeah, that's what he said, the I, I, I. Yo, that nigga is... Every bitch is like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I was like, they coming back for second like this, nigga, <laughs> bruh. <You got> <laughs> bruh, it's been so long since I seen Molly. I'm like, nigga, what? Man, that nigga is in that motherfucker, bro. like, bro. It wasn't ecstasy on Molly. It was like the main ingredient in ecstasy. MDA? MDA? We didn't know what the fuck it was, but it was doing what it's supposed to do. Doing what it's supposed bro, to do. Bro, listen. That yeah. motherfucker there, I'll ask that nigga for that shit to this day. Like, bro, that's what the shit Rick Ross was talking about. <laughs> I put it all in the drink. She didn't he didn't know. know it. That was what he was talking about. <laughs> bro, that's what they call uh, me uh, salt uh, bait, nigga. When niggas see me do this, <laughs> they are. Yo. <laughs> I was like, oh, they getting down in this motherfucker, man. <laughs> I, I had to I had to move to Miami. I had to move to Miami, nigga. This is where I need to be. These are baddies coming bad, to the Bad. Damn. Fucking up they like. Thank you. All right, shit. Yeah, fucking up they like. Hey, man. No, they not. <laughs> We're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> you, you only live once. You only live once. Yeah, I just, uh, I just be too focused on other shit. Hey, man. That shit was lit. But B.I. is the, because I be telling them, like, bro, the fuck? I don't want to see no more yachts. Like, we done with the yachts. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> you got to do them every once in a while because you in Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like, we used to do this shit, no, like, every day. Every day. Every day. Like, that was during the pandemic, though. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You had to. You had to. There was nothing else to do. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm like, this nigga on a yacht every day. This is bananas. Man, listen. Yeah, you get burnt out that sh- on that shit though. No, I did. Yeah, I'm burnt out on a lot of shit now. Honestly, I'm ready to actually get a girlfriend. I said the same shit. I said. The but same this shit. is this is the only <laughs> thing though. Uh oh. The girl has to like a girl. The what? The girl has to like girls. Just in case. Yeah. I relapse. <laughs> She's there to, to hold me up. Like, yeah. Baby, I got somebody for you, baby. Don't go out there in these streets no more. That is just so weird to me. Because niggas really be trying to convince me that that's the wave. And I'm just like, bruh, do you really think that I could go for that? Like, some bitches might could go for that. Mm. I can't go for that. It just don't make sense to me. Because I'm an equal opportunity person. So that means I can have other niggas. See, niggas ain't going to like that. It, it just, depends on the nigga. Nah, niggas ain't like that. I don't think no real nigga going for that. No real nigga's going for that. Not, not your main girl. But, <laughs> but you my main nigga. And you want me to let you fuck other bitches and be okay with that. We. We. 
Y'all well, being cursed. It's, it's weird. It's, <laughs> now this shit is a little crazy. It is. The dating pool is, is, is. It is, and I'm just not that liberal. I'm very. People think I'm just so turned up, and I'm so not. I'm so square. I'm so square. Cause I just don't get it. niggas is really like putting their bid in for me to get with the fuck shit, and I just cannot. I can't sign off on the fuck. Shit. <laughs> Just don't really, like you well, got enough money for me to be to be talking to me like this. Well, my ex, we didn't we didn't partake in none of that. I was one hundred percent faithful to Shorty. Really? That's what broke me down. That's like, that's damn. the fucked up part. When you yeah. when you faithful and that shit happened. Because I, you know, we were talking about this yesterday. I just don't believe in getting a relationship and cheating. It's like my nigga, just stay single. Just stay single yeah. The fuck you doing? Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. So when I'm in it. But, and you, but you know what? I had to come to the realization that I'm a cheater. It didn't dawn on what? me. What? Yeah. You a player. T- Sakia be having them niggas, yo. <laughs> Sakia be having them niggas, yo. I swear. When you say cheater, you talking about like in a full-blown relationship? Or you? Yeah. Like almost every relationship I've been in. I Damn. Been, I know. I did, my homeboy had to bring it to my attention. And I, I, when I started thinking, I was like... Really? Not really fucked up. I know. <laughs> it be so bad. No, I'm just a nice person, you know. And people just kind of gravitate to me, and I'm, you know, I'm just myself. I don't tell the nigga what it is. Like, nigga, you want some fuck shit? And you get your life together. You know. It's a cheater. I, I know. I it, be. It was very hard for me to look in the mirror and admit. <laughs> I mean, damn. You don't even seem like it. I, you, nigga, will get with you like, yeah, I got one. Yeah. Uh huh. I, I got I got a good she one, man. Of, she got a splag of belly. Damn, son. <laughs> oh, what? A splag of belly. You remember that song? <laughs> splag of belly? You never heard of splag of belly? No, wow, you got to look that song up. I don't know what the fuck that is. Y'all, listen. Y'all niggas have heard this song. I'm about to play it. By who? Uh, it was like Pasha or some shit. Bro, here it is. Pressure. <laughs> Hold on, listen to what this nigga said. Listen to what this nigga said in the song. This is the original player song right here. Watch this. Watch this. I like I never heard this one. Side to side. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The Splack and Valley is like the side nigga anthem. Oh, that was a side nigga anthem. Oh, you a yeah, Splack and Valley. Yeah. 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 I like being a side nigga. Yeah. No drummer. No, I be drummer. No, it don't. Not with me. Coming in like wanting to be the side nigga, and then niggas be getting in their feelings, and just be like, bro, we we signed paperwork. We signed an NDA. Yeah, we signed an NDA. Like. So you have side niggas in every relationship. That's basically <laughs> what you said. Yeah. I hurt my soul. 
Because I didn't really believe it. And I was like talking to my homeboy about another nigga. And he was like, Sakia, more toxic than me. No, for real. I legit am. I legit am. But it'd be so, it'd be real clean. So I'm saying, what is it that make you cheat, though? Because I I have a, um, oh, no, I have a very short attention span. Uh You see what I'm saying? And like, I just be over niggas real fast. Like, but still keep the nigga. Yeah, because the nigga be beneficial or I might be locked in with a nigga. I might have some money tied in with a nigga. Yeah. So I just got to ride the shit out. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I'm just transitioning. Still have some dick on the side. Yeah. yeah like, That's crazy. I know. Because this is one guy. Like, I know. So <laughs> for me on paper, but I just know I would cheat on him like so bad. Real bad. <laughs> and I just, I was just like, I'm just going to keep him as my because he's more beneficial as a mm. I got girls like that that I'm just like, yo, if you just make yeah, a good friend. Just a real good, yeah, just a real friend. I really tried him, but it ain't work, so I'm like, yeah, yeah nah, I don't even want to try him. Like, I got a home, one of my homeboys, he be inviting me to the most random places. Like, why would I go to the Maldives with you? That's like me going to the Maldives with Bia. Like, what do you think, like... You know what? Right. Exactly. So what I'm saying is, if you supposed to be my friend, you supposed to be my brother. You invited me to Turks and Caicos in a room. Like, why? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean. No, cause, but when you my brother. You you think he's? Yeah. Uh, but I would. That's just weird. It just weirds me out. Yeah, Turks and Caicos. Like we had a conversation too. Like shit, we fly these girls out. Mm-hmm. Aren't you expected to fuck? These girls talking about she no. ah, What you mean? Stay your ass home. She. Okay. Yeah, just stay home. But why? I want to go to Turks. And they just gave Thug more charges. Yeah, I just saw that machine gun. My home a machine gun charge? What, what, what kind of charge is that? No, they just said they added a charge. Yeah, he got caught with a switch. He got that's caught definitely. with it? That's definitely at least five years. Probably when they... Um, the house. Yes, that's what happened. Yeah. He said, I thought they'd been charging with that. But they just said he was supposed to get out next week. But he got to be telling. He could say that's that's not even his gun though. That's somebody else's. Somebody could take the charge for that. But not in your house. Damn. That shit. Your house, your property. Yeah, but okay. Let's just say you pulled up with a gun. Your house, your property. I remember. I'm gonna tell you how I know that's a fact because. Nigga, when I had, we had prom in high school and I had rented a hotel room for after prom and everybody in there smoking weed, police come. What's that smell? That's how they was able to link my thumbprint, you know, originally because I got, I had to go turn my, turn myself in for that little charge. <clears throat> What's that smell? I said, nothing. He's like, you ain't got no marijuana here. I'm like, nah. Do you mind if we search? I said, nah, go ahead. They searched the goddamn hotel room. A nigga done put some weed inside of the tissue box. They done found it. They done put that shit on me. Because it was in your name. Yep. Mm-hmm. He crackers play all day long. They play all day fucking long. Just be playing with a nigga life. Yeah. Like, That's why I got to get out probation. For <laughs> real. Bro. Y'all probation ain't like, it ain't like, I mean, I ain't it ain't like the states before. where that shit keep running. I got a I'm telling you, with state, my bro, listen, you go to state, 
Start probation. Don't report no more. Say fuck y'all. That shit run. If you don't do get in no trouble, that shit gonna run but out. See, I ain't never have to report. Like once I yeah. Oh, see, but you're it was during the pandemic, so they wasn't really yeah, fucking with people. Yeah, they weren't really I ain't seen my PO for like a whole year, and then out of nowhere, she just started popping up, drug testing me. Doing, I said, "What the fuck?" I said, "What happened? What I do?" Because like, oh, we we didn't want to really uh, do nothing during the pandemic, and I was smoking good weed. I ain't think they was doing nothing. I'm like, "Hey, yeah." My pandemic was lit. Fuck, man. Yeah, I can't. That was that was a different time. That was a different time of life, yo. Like, I ain't gonna lie, it was like that shit right there. Shit was it crazy. was like a fucking dream. Facts. Yeah, nah, on on every level. On every level, like, God damn, what you mean? Every day, every day, <laughs> every day, I'm... every day we did. Oh wow. Every fucking day, man. I was just like, I'm talking about every. So yeah. Every day. No, nigga, when I came home, cause I came home, it was it was still you know. It was still there. Yeah, it was still there. And I just was like, this nigga is acting Every like a fool. day. And I'm calling him like, you gotta chill, bro. I wasn't getting no sleep. I wasn't getting no sleep. My nigga, I'm falling asleep in the weirdest places. Tired as hell. And that Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.